You're at the right place at the right time. You found the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. It's super califragilistic, I hope you enjoy the show. If you're like me, you're going to laugh a lot. We invite you to pull up a chair. Be Relax and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So, grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go. Because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. It means no worries for the rest of your days. It's our problem. Happy hump day, everybody. Welcome back to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, the Mouse Pates Podcast. I'm joined, as always, with Vicky, and today is our news and rumors episode brought to you by WaltExpress.com. If you want to become a Disney expert, you can sign up for deals, tips, info, and all things Disney. Go ahead and check out our friends at WaltExpress.com. I'm checking out their latest blog, and right now, Vicky, I'm looking at it. Eight Disney World Instagram accounts you cannot live without, and Disney 101, the Disney dining plans. Go ahead and check out our friends over at waltexpress.com. I got some news you can use, Nick. Oh, do ya? What Drum do you? Drum roll, please. All right, Brad, insert. Only 58 days until Toy Story Land opens, which means you're going to be at your trip pretty doggone soon. Yeah, I just made my Fast Pass reservations and kind of cleaned up our itinerary and everything is all good to go. So did you get everything you wanted? So here's the deal. This is what's odd. You know, we reported last week that Toy Story Midway Mania mm-hmm. was up and they're taking uh, Fast Passes for that ride. Right. Every, I try getting Fast Passes for every single day I was going to be there. Okay. I could not get one Fast Pass. They kept telling me that there are no more fast passes for this ride on this day. Oh. And I started making fast pass reservations on day one. You know, as soon as they let you. Right, right. 60 days out. I can't I can't get any. I've been trying all weekend. Well, Brad says we're sticking with our plan of uh, fast pass or getting there early to ride Toy Story Midway Mania so we can ride one of the other new rides. Did you get one of those? Well, no, I'm not going to be there oh, when, that's it, when, right. when Toy Story Land opens. Now, I did sign up for um, the breakfast over at Disney Hollywood Studios. The junior the junior breakfast. What oh, restaurant okay. is that at? A Hollywood and Vine? Right. Hollywood and Vine. Just so we can sign Colin up for Jedi Academy and possibly get on some rides. Okay. And hopefully he gets into Jedi Academy. Oh, we should. If you're getting there before the park opens, you should be able to get your kiddo all signed up. So my favorite time of year uh, happened right after we recorded last week for this, the episode that came out last week, I should say. And that is... Brad, you lucky dog, you. Free dining. Oh, okay. Free dining. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Free dining. It came out as soon as we were done recording. I know. Yeah, right. And so, yeah. So I quit that on there and tried to snatch up what I could. And I could get Pop Century, but as we've talked about in the past, if or if you haven't listened, I'm going to explain it to you again. About two years ago, I guess, they decided that that 
moderate and value resorts get quick serve free dining and not table service anymore. Well, it seemed kind of stupid for me to pay the upgrade for a moderate resort if I'm going to have to just get the same dining I would if I went to a value resort. And we like the value resorts just as well. I know some people have issues with them, but for me, it's fine. And my kids even liked all-star music more than they even thought that they would. Yeah, you know, these resorts are really just a place to lay your head. Well, you know, first of all, I know some people are there more than we are, but yeah, we're, we get up, we do that, we come back, we take a nap. We're not there for entertainment value, really. And so they went fast because one of our friends is booking a trip and he actually was trying to get at Caribbean. And then when he went back an hour later, it was already snatched up. And so he got really? pop century. Yeah. If you want, if you're wanting to go the dates, I was just going to list the dates real quickly. Yeah. Why don't you list them for our listeners? So if you are a Disney Visa Chase card uh, member, you can get free dining August 2nd through the 19th. If you want to book through us. <laughs> yeah. And then the other dates are open to Disney Visa card plus other people as long as there's availability at the resorts. And they only allow so many rooms uh, per resort. August 20th through September 29th, November 24th through November 27th, and December 7th through December 23rd. You have to be booked by July the 7th to receive this free dining offer. As I think we've talked about in the past, that includes, uh, if you're quick serve, it's two quick serve meals and two snacks and a refillable mug that you can use at your resorts. If you get dining planned, it is one quick serve meal, one table service meal, two snacks and a refillable mug. And they have added this time that your drink can be an adult beverage if that makes a difference to you. Oh, so you can get a cold one? This year, if you would like a a, um, a dooski. So, I, so you I, could always get a dooski. At Pop Century, I they sell beer there, right? I, yeah, I said, and they said you can use that. Right, right. So no, that, that just came to mind. Oh, yeah. So is that one of the only value resorts that have beer? I don't know. No, it can't be because I know that they had it at All Star Music. They did. I just wasn't looking. Right. Okay. Um, let's see here. I got some Disney World news for you. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to break it down differently this week, Vicki. I kind of separated it all. I got some Disney World news for you. You. Um, I should have some Disneyland news as well. And I have entertainment and travel. So I kind of broke it up into different uh, categories. Okay. I just kind of, you know, partitioning my brain that way. I'm trying to get better at taking notes, you know, now that. Disney notes? Yes, Disney. Because, you know, I used to take notes on virtually everything and uh, it really helped me out but since uh, you've been giving me some slack for not having a one track mind I'm trying to get detail oriented here for you that's your ADHD I'm not sure we can change that but I don't think I've never been diagnosed with it so I don't think I have it you have it (laughs) oh whatever yeah two people in the room at the same time so you have it at the exact same time All right, it's in our family we know what it looks like here's a little bit of my ADHD kicking in I haven't mentioned this yet but listeners uh, you can probably tell we're using different mics this week and I just want to let the listeners know we're trying out a new awesome mic what's this thing called the snowball ice the snowball ice it doesn't look like ice no it's, but it's unidirectional rather than us like having to it's a big black ball yeah it's that, rather than us having to make sure that we're holding our mics correctly or that we that don't, says blue on it yeah i don't know what to tell hmm. you. anyway very entertaining very confusing anyway so uh, just to let you guys know, we're using a new mic, so bear with us. We're trying it. We're testing it out, trying to find us uh, creative ways to have a little bit better audio. And yeah. so we'll see if this works for us. Yes. If it does, it does. doesn't, we'll can it and, and move on. But uh, getting back to the story here, teacher appreciation rates from May through September at Disney Springs Resort Area Hotels. Seven Disney Springs Resort Area Hotels will be offering preschool, daycare, kindergarten, college teachers, and staff special appreciation rates beginning on May 28th through September 15th of this year. And it gives a 
list of the participating resorts. I won't list them all, but we got B Resort and Spa, Best Western, Double Tree Suites, Hilton uh, Orlando, uh, Benio Vista, and Hilton Orlando Lake Benio Vista, Holiday Inn Orlando, Wyndham Garden Lake. And I guess I just actually announced all of them. I just couldn't stop once I start going on a roll. But these rates are great. Like B, B, B Resort and Spa, $89 a night for a room. You know, Best Western, only $125. Right. $99. That's a great, that's a great deal. Hilton, $125 for yeah. the suite per night. That's great. And the Wyndham. So the Wyndham Garden Lake uh, Bena Vista room rates starting at $82 per room. That's good. Just for being a teacher. So us being teachers, I had to mention that. So um, Disney Springs is having this bourbon trail. Did you see this? It starts on May the 1st. I'm not a bourbon drinker, but... Um, no, I did not. So they have this... Um, it's kind of like having Epcot's Drink Around the World, only it's at Disney Springs. And you go from restaurant to restaurant to restaurant, and there's different things that have bourbon in them. Some of them's bourbon food. Some of it's bourbon drink. Some of the foods made from bourbon are with bourbon, I should say. So I don't, like you said, I don't feel like we should list everything, but just to name a few, House of Blues, Splitsville, we've talked about, Planet Hollywood Observatory, uh, your favorite, uh, Raglan Road has got some stuff. But it literally starts, and there's a map. You can Google it. If you Google the bourbon trail at Disney Springs that starts on May 1st, then it will give you all the details of all the things that are going to be there. Uh, Some of the people just have drinks, but some of the people have drinks and food and dessert being made with this bourbon. It's supposed to be some special thing for right now. So I'm showing a video to my wife about, you know, on Raglan Road thinking, hey, hon, this is a new restaurant. You've never, well, it's not new. It's new to her. Okay. Yeah. This will be a new restaurant to you this, this coming June. Okay. Let me show you this video on Instagram. They had some, you know, the live dances going on and stuff. I'm thinking she's going to be all about it because she's a dancer herself. She looks at it on the couch and is like, yeah, that's cool. Like that's the only response I got from her. (laughs) What a letdown. I know, right? With this story, I'm staying at Disney World, but I have to mention Disneyland real quick. Ever since I went to Disneyland, I've noticed that one thing they have done a great job with is their monorail system. The monorail system over at Disneyland just looks sweet. The the monorail cart itself is amazing, and I'm sure you've seen them online. Right. They look drastically different than the ones at Disney World. Well, ours are old. Well, right. They're not not updated. The ones at Disneyland, you can definitely tell they're upgraded, they're updated, they look futuresque. Right. That's what I've always wanted the Walt Disney World monorail rails to look like. Well, we may be getting our wish. It may come true. Disney legend Bob Gurr says Disney is working on a contract for n- new Disney monorail cars. On April 28th, so last week, Celebration Town Hall hosted Working with Walt Disney, an evening with Disney legend Bob Gurr. The event featured an open panel discussion with Bob. Gurr was the Imagineer tasked by Walt Disney in the 1950s to create Disneyland's monorail system and several other iconic Disney park attractions like Autopia and the Matterhorn Bobsleds, one of my favorite rides by by the way. Gurr addressed the rumors and speculation that Disney would be purchasing new monorail cars for Walt Disney World. Now, we all know that Gurr no longer works for the Walt Disney Company, um, so we can't really confirm what he's bringing to the table. Or deny. Or deny, that's right. Can either confirm or deny this Rumor. information. But with that being said, Gurr believes that the that the contract for the new monorails is already under what under the way. Gurr also said you will see new monorails while he was talking about it too. Oh, cool. So, oh, completely new monorail car system. That's interesting. Right. Pretty neat. I can't I wait to true. see what they look like. Hopefully we'll see some blue blueprints come down the pipeline. If we do, uh, we should definitely post them up. Yeah. Uh, you know, awesome on our links on, on our show so they can, or Facebook. Yeah, you're right. Uh, so our listeners can go ahead and go look at those. So the Toy Story Land marquee was installed this past week. Yeah. 
the cast members are saying that it's coming more to fruition, like it's becoming more real for them every day. Something else is added. Uh, the army men were added to the front of the Slinky Dog ride, almost like they're guarding. But they said that as it was bittersweet. They were happy to see the soldiers installed, but the day they were installed happened to be the day that uh, Arlie Ernie passed away, Sarge. Oh. The day they installed him at Toy Story Land yeah. was the day that he passed away. And so they said it was kind of bittersweet. They were excited, but at the same time, they were sad because the 74-year-old Sarge had passed away. Yeah, he did some great movies. And, yeah. you know, not only was he a voiceover for Sarge, but like Saving Silverman, what was that iconic Marine movie that really got him going? Full Metal Jacket. Oh, okay. yeah, Yeah, Full Metal Jacket, right? I mean, he, he and he kind of played the same character and he had the same role in any film that he was in, but so funny. Right. Um, he's definitely going to be missed. Sad to see him go. Yeah. So um, that was cool, and it got me more excited about Toy Story Land, even though you're going to see it before me. You'll see it, even though you so don't get posting, to see it. So posting the Army Men was cool. Yes. Right, right, right. Um, let's see here. Oh, I thought of you when I saw this one, Victor. The Friendship Boats will be temporarily closed at Disney's Hollywood Studios starting on May 7th. Yes, but they'll be back up I- by the time I get there. Did you find an end date? I didn't. I could not. I did not. I looked and but looked But I'm and hoping looked. by December. Well, you never know. Yeah, I know. So, starting on May 7th, the refurbishment of the bridge at Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin Hotels, which I still want to stay there, will cause a temporary closure of the Friendship Boat service to Disney's Hollywood Studios, guests staying at Disney's Boardwalk Resort, Disney's Yacht and Beach Club, Disney's Beach Club Resort, and the Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin Hotels will have to take the bus transportation to Disney. Disney's Hollywood Studios. At this time, Disney has not released an expected date for the completion of the bridge's refurbishment. I looked and looked, still couldn't find it. No, now, I didn't see it. And the I bridge, I did hear rumor, now this is a rumor, that the bridge is not going to be down for foot construction. So, I mean, not, excuse me, for, for foot traffic. So it's under construction. Right. But apparently they're going to allow foot traffic to keep crossing over. Yes. All right, so if you're if you're wanting to travel from Epcot to Disney's Hollywood Studios, you can still get there by just taking the truck. Correct, correct. And you can also take a bus. There's going to be a bus, and yeah. that's not normal, I think, because normally you have to take the boat, right? From Epcot to Disney's Hollywood Studios. You have to get there somehow. I don't think you can't take a Disney transportation over there from park to park. Right, okay. Um, I'm going to walk it. And um, if it's still down, which I go, I'm, I'm only, what, 53 days out? So I'm, I'm going to walk it and see what it's all about. So uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom 20th anniversary continues as they launched a special c- ceremony on that day. And this was not released until this week. It was pretty exciting. They had some pretty important people there. They had drummers and dancers and still performers and Disney characters joined uh, the Disney executives for the kickoff of the two-week party for the planet. So it started on the 22nd, but it's going to go all the way until next Friday. I heard Rafiki was in a tuxedo. I did not hear that. Yeah. Did no. you see a picture? No, I'm joking. Oh, but that would have been cool. Right. Simba was dressed up. So the legendary uh, Imagineer Joe Road uh, guided the park since its inception, shared these words. We created this park out of a set of ideals that we believe were relevant and meaningful at the time. And as the years have passed, those ideas have only become more relevant and more meaningful. Our lives are bound to the lives of all the creatures here. Dewan Rivers, the vice president of Disney's Animal King and Kingdom, excuse me, noted that the park has grown over the last two decades and its profound impact on guests and conservation efforts. So since 1998, there's been extremely conscious, or they've been extremely conscious as to what we have here is new species of theme parks. And while it's undergone an amazing transformation in the past years, it will also be always be dedicated to helping our guests create a personal connection 
with the natural world. The other thing was, to date, we have uh, Disney Animal Kingdom has donated $70 million to the Disney Conservation Fund, which helps with protection of animals and wildlife to like so we don't become extinct species, the ones that we have on property. Oh, okay. Because you know, that's becoming a huge issue and because so many people are, I don't know, I don't know what joy people get Poachers. from that. I understand that, but what is the joy in that? So you can mount like your el- your elephant head or gazelle on, on your wall inside your house. So sad. I mean, <clears throat> well now they're doing the thing where the people that are in charge of hippos and rhinos, I think we talked about this one other day, where they feed them uh, or they give them drink that has something that puts pink dye in into the um, rhino tusk, I mean the rhino horn I guess, and right. the elephant tusks so people don't want to kill them because if they're not pink then they're not ivory, you know, they don't appear ivory to them. So that's what they've been doing now to save the lives of the elephants and the rhinos. So I have two more stories uh, talking about Disney World and it, it deals with closures. So Rivers of Light not being performed on May 13th. So if you're heading out to the park on May 13th, uh, Disney announced that it will not be performed on Sunday, which happens to be May Mother's 13th. Mother's Day. Right. For maintenance work. So that's it's going to it's gonna go back up the following day just to give you guys a heads up. So on May 14th, should be up and running. Navi River uh, was temporarily closed on April 26th of this Actually, past week. Three days. For for three days? It's been closed for three days and it's causing problems because it's housed in the same place as Flight of Passage, the same right. building. And so it, um, in order to fix it, they have to close both of them down. So they're really, the, people are speculating it's the alarm system that they're trying to work on, but no one really knows why it's been totally shut down. All the Because uh, I was trying to research it online right. and I've gotten, no one knows to, they're working, on, they might possibly be working on the alarm system in the building, but there really wasn't any hard um, evidence of of what was truly going on, the reason why they shut down that ride. So you're saying it's been down for three days. Right. Or it was down for three days. It's opened up now. It was down um, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It was still closed on Sunday. They said that they've had power and fire detection system problems, which is why probably people are speculating that that's what the problems are. It probably is. But um, that's all I got as far as Walt Disney News. As soon as you're done. No, I got one more story. And then as soon as you're done, I'm going to take us over to Disney World. You mean Disneyland? Yes, Disneyland. So um, the Magic Kingdom Vice President Dan Cockrell is going to retire. I can't. I thought you would. For and sure. that was my last story. Go ahead, tell us. Oh, sorry. So, according to sources within the company, 49-year-old Magic Kingdom Vice President Dan Crock will retire next month. Um, he became the vice president in 2015 during a reshuffle, which saw a longtime Magic Kingdom VP. Phil Holmes moving to the studio's VP role. And prior to that, he was the vice president of Epcot during his 26-year Disney career. Take a step back. 26 years. That means he was 23 years old when he started. The man reached to the top in 26 years. That's crazy. Well, I mean, not entirely to the top of the Disney company. that's pretty close. But being the vice president of the Magic Kingdom? Come on. In 26 years? That's amazing. So his final day is in a couple weeks on May 11th, 2018. But they don't even know who's going to replace him. Why would you retire? I mean, well, it gives you it gives you the reasons why he's he's retiring. Oh, and I'm I, sure you have you the. You can exact go ahead. S- I don't have the reasons. Well, he plans on starting a speaking and consulting company. In addition to just he just wants to travel, so it must be nice work for Disney for 26 years and have money to well, travel. He's probably got a little pocket change and going start on up here. your own business. I mean, 26 years—that's all he spent with the Disney company. He worked his way up. What was he in the, in the beginning? He was what, he didn't he he worked from being a parking attendant. 
to become the vice president of Epcot, Hollywood Studios, and then eventually the Magic Kingdom. All in 26 years. Yeah. The stars aligned for that guy, man. Yeah, it was fast. So I reported on this last week that the uh, new Up Bird show opened. They wanted everybody to know that at the end of May, Fast Passes will begin to be available for that show. Uh, They have a nice queue line set up. Disney's thinking that they're going to be expecting a large crowd for that show because it's Up related. The show times are 10.30, 12, 1.30, 3.30, and 5. And the show is about 30 minutes. And if you want to watch it, there's a little video. All you got to do is Google the new Up show. And uh, I watched it. I think it's super cute. Is it really any different from the other bird show? Yes. What? Doug and Russell are in it. That's it? I honestly didn't see the other one, and I didn't even watch it on video. I guess I should go back, and then I can do a comparison next week. Of the old show? Yeah. Okay. I'm sure they have the old show on YouTube, don't you think? Oh, yeah. So I'm taking you all the way to Disneyland. They're in Anaheim, and I'm starting off with Disneyland City Hall. It's going to undergo a refurbishment between April 30th and May 3rd. So between these two dates, City Hall will undergo a refurbishment. While City Hall will remain open during this time, guests should expect a reduced capacity inside the building. Guest relation can Cast members will help assist guests outside of City Hall to help with expected overflow. So, man, they're just going a big, huge overhaul in Town Square there. I wonder why they think it needs that. I haven't been there in a few years, so I, I couldn't tell you. But I'm, I'm sure Ethan out there in Anaheim or, or possibly Lee might be able to chime in. You know, Ethan, he's got uh, he's a, he's got annual passes to Disneyland. Maybe I should just go ahead and text him and uh, and figure out why. Actually, while we're discussing here, I'll just go ahead and uh, shoot him a text. Text him and yeah, say, hey, so what we he got? need to know some deals. Well, I'm still at Disney World, so I apologize for my Disneyland friends. But um, the forest to the Star Wars Galaxy Edge is being planted now. The surrounding Star Wars Galaxy Edge is now looking a lot greener and the addition of a number of mature trees. It's critical because they're trying to hide the land from other park other areas of the park, excuse me. The trees have now been planted on the high beams at both the areas around Toy Story Land and the Grand Avenue, which is Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, which is supposed to open in the late 2019. I was a little surprised about that because I thought originally the Star Wars Land was supposed to open the summer of 2019 and now it's saying late 2019. Don't they usually try to open ahead of schedule, not behind? It's Disney. Well, I know, but Rivers of Light, that's all I gotta say. Oh, okay. Okay, you're done. (laughs) Argument concluded. You're up. Uh, We've already reported on this, but I'm going to again because it's uh, Disneyland and I love it. Disney's Fun Wheel at California Adventure is going to become Pixar Pal Around. Okay. Try to say that. Pixar Pal Around. Five times fast. Pixar Pal Around. Pixar Pal Around. We we already knew that Mickey's Fun Wheel and Disney's California Adventure would be getting a new look when Paradise Pier becomes Pixar Pier, uh, which is going under right now. But uh, we also found out that the attraction will be getting a new name as well. When Pixar Pier opens this summer, you will be able to experience Pixar Pal Around, which will be the full point for the central neighborhood in Pixar Pier that celebrates Pixar stories. Wow. I got to see Pixar. That's a lot of peas. It is. I got to see some of the Pixar Fest this weekend. Did you? No, I didn't see anything. So, American Idol, which I know is not your deal. That's that's Hefe's uh, thing with me. We always talk uh, American Idol. But they took the top 10 American Idol people to Disneyland and some of them had never been before. And they showed some footage of the Pixar Fest and it was pretty cool. It made me want to go. Get on an airplane, hop on down there. So, this Pixar our pal around, uh, the Paradise Bay side of the wheel will still feature the face of Mickey Mouse, but each of the 24 gondolas will feature a different Pixar pal. Pretty neat. Oh. You'll be able to ride with Miguel and Hector from Coco, Joy and Sadness from Inside Out, Lightning McQueen and Tomato from Cars, and this all opens up. You can have fun on June 23rd, Pixar pal around. That'll be fun. Extra magic hours are going to be added to Disney Animal Kingdom May through June, so while you're there, that'll be very helpful for you, Nick. Almost every day, they're going to have magic hours at Animal Kingdom from 8 until 9 a.m. It says to check your calendar because there are a few rare days that they are not going to be open from 8 to 9 a.m. But 
April 29th to June the 30th, they're saying extra magic hours so that you can get a chance to ride the Flight of Passage, Navi River, Expedition Everest, Dinosaur, Triceratops Spin, and Kilimanjaro Safari. So hopefully when you're there, you'll get to take advantage of this. So they had this last year and I did take advantage of it and I found myself in the cantina there in uh, Pandora Land and I was there till about two in the morning. I know. I had a great time. Well, that, that was extra magic hours at night. This year, it's only in the morning. I'm sorry to tell you for you uh, late people that like to stay up. I like to go to the parks at night. It just actually depends what type of mood I'm in. Um, I like to sleep in and I like to hang out in the park. I just think it comes alive at night. All the parks do. Oh, yeah. The lights and just very it vibrant. It really is alive in it, the it, animal kingdom. It's a different feel. <laughs> <laughs> Who was looking at you? <laughs> Getting a little uh, spin-off of the St. Louis Zoo there. Uh, let's see here. Uh, second Disneyland After Dark Star Wars Night added on May 9th. We'll go there. So Disneyland Resort has added a second Disneyland After Dark Star Wars Night at Disneyland Park on May 9th. The first event is scheduled for May 3rd, and that sold out very quickly within hours of the tickets being released. This event, though, this event includes after-hours access to Disneyland, special entertainment, a dance party, a character encounter, plus uh, special-themed food, Disney. Star Wars uh, special themed food and beverages. Of course. Yep. On May 3rd, Star Wars will, night will be the first opportunity to meet Rey, see the March of the First Order, and experience the return of Hyperspace Mountain, which is what we were talking about a few episodes ago. And Andrew from KC was asking, when are they going to revamp Space Mountain to look oh, like okay. Star Wars, and how long is it going to take? So here you go, Andrew. All these experiences are due to open to the public beginning on May 4th, so may the 4th be with you may on the that day. May the 4th be with you? Yeah. Oh. Do, do you get why they're opening everything up on May 4th? Yes, I got it. It honestly just clued, dawned on me the why it's May 4th. I can't believe I missed this. Hefe would be all over me right now. Yes, he would. So, uh, some new exclusive experiences were created for guests of the second party. Uh, during the May 9th Star Wars night, guests will be among the first to purchase Solo, a Star Wars story pin. They will also have an additional Star Wars-themed photo opportunity, an Acme Archive Limited Artist Showcase and signing, and a It's Your Universe book signing. The event begins at 9 p.m. and continues until 1 a.m. So it's going to go late. You're going to party like it's hot and guests can enter the park beginning at 6 p.m. Tickets are $99, just like all the hard ticket events you typically that you see like at Disney World. So this is at Disneyland, though, beginning and sales start on May 1st. So Disney World thinks they've got another way for you to make your vacation start off, right? When you arrive in Orlando, you can have this new Happy Limo service. So the Happy Limo service is either a Lincoln Town Car or a sophisticated Lincoln MKT, depending on what you need, they will supply you with the stretch limo from 8 to 20 passengers. It has leather seating with television, soda, snacks, drinks, whatever you need in this limousine and it will drive you to your resort. If you need to, they will even stop by the Piggly Wiggly or the Winn-Dixie and help you stock up on, gro- or let you stock up on groceries before it delivers you to the resort. The starting price is $71 one way or $142 round trip. And they said if you're interested in this, you can just Google Happy limousine and or book online WDW Magic. If you mention that, you will get a discount. So it looked pretty awesome. It was like these leather seats with this massive television in the bus. So you were like facing out, I guess is what you want to say, but you can't see the windows on the side with the television and the bar and the whole lights and all that. So you mentioned it was $71 from the Orlando airport to Walt Disney World. Yes. And they'll charge you 71 buckaroos. Yes. You know why they're charging 71 buckaroos, don't you? Because 1971! Yeah, it was, Walt Disney World was established in 1971. Way you, to go, Vixter. You got I it. I can't stump you. Alright, let's see here. I'm still keeping you in Disneyland. Oh, Salt and Straw Ice Cream Shop coming to downtown Disney. The downtown 
Toontown, uh, excuse me, the Disneyland Resort has just announced that later this year, Salt and Straw, a new family-run ice cream shop, will open in downtown Disney. Salt and Straw was founded by cousins Tyler and Kim Leak, who ensure that their homemade ice cream is made in small batches with local, organic, and sustainable ingredients. The company is known for their taste-provoking, imaginative ice cream creations, which uniquely capture the spirit of classic America. And did they give you any examples of kinds? I'm sure they did, but I cut it out. I just wanted to give you the headline. Sorry for a minute there. I was looking through my notes. Let's see here. I have one more story, I believe, on Disneyland. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I sure do. Disneyland shares a look at the new Incredicoaster trains that will be replacing Rock and Roller Coaster. Not Rock and Roller Coaster. California Screaming. How dare I? Yes. Don't get rid so, of Rock and Roller Coaster. Oh, don't get rid of California Screaming either. That's by far the best Disney roller coaster I've been on. Hands down. So Disneyland Resort has released a sneak peek at the new trains for the Incredicoaster, which is coming to Disney's California Adventure this summer as part of Pixar Pier. This update to California Screaming will combine character figures, lightning, music, and special effects to bring the Incredibles characters to life. This is going to begin. The Incredicoaster and Pixar Pier is going to open on June 23rd. I was looking at all the pictures, and it does not appear that they're actually replacing the cars for California Screaming. Rather, a a layover on top of the cars. Gotcha. So, you know, I was really hoping... It saves some money. It does save a lot. Of money, but I was really hoping that they would be even the cars themselves would be molded into a theme for oh, yeah. you know for the Incredibles rather than just having the same exact cars. That would have been cool. So at Downtown Disney, while we're in California, they're gonna have a Cinco de Mayo celebration this weekend with Coco. Uh, no, it didn't say that. So they want you to check, go on down to Tortilla Joe's and they're gonna have some festive food and they're gonna have a mariachi band performance. In addition to that, they're gonna have face painting, a balloon artist, and photo opportunities. With with props for Cinco de Mayo. That is this weekend, isn't it? It is. So the food looks amazing. They have Mexican shrimp dishes. They have um, an ensalada poblana, which I think is... (laughs) their version of a salad. Um, they have with mixed greens and jacama, which I don't even know what that is, but it looks pretty good. Cucumbers, tomatoes, red onions. Anyway, they're also having braised lamb, which you can have on tortillas as tacos. I am not a lamb person. How about you? Well, I, one of those things you've had so much of, you don't want to have... Did you have any, lamb? Oh my gosh, yes. Um, overseas, oh. uh, in St. Louis, there was a, uh, a Euro joint. Right. Right. And I had euros like every single day because of my life because that was just the thing to do. That's where all the cool people hung out, right? The euros? Okay. Yeah, the euro joint. And uh, I had a euro every single day overseas. I've, I've had them. They're much better overseas, by the way. And you must I, know how to cook it. Well, sort of like, you know, like when you're a kid and you have too many jelly beans and you never eat jelly beans again, you know? Mm-hmm. Same thing with the euro. My wife loves them. She always begs me to get one with her. But I'm like, hon, I've eaten so much. So many euros <laughs> that I don't even want to have another euro in my life ever. Very interesting. Oh, yeah. I would not have thought that of you. It doesn't seem like you're kind of... It really isn't, but they're great. I'm telling you, when I'm forced to eat other foods, uh, I will. You, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah. I'm not that bad. Let's see here. What do I got? Oh, I'm going to take you over to Cruising. Disney Cruise Line News. And uh, Brad, if we can get a little... Uh, a little uh, Cruising music? A cru- yeah, cruising music. Love or Love or, 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 home, or home or something. So the Disney Dream earns 12th perfect score in the CDC inspection. Each year, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention surprise cruise lines with two inspections. The Disney Dream recently underwent one of these inspections and passed with a perfect score. This was the ship's 12th perfect health score out of 15 total inspections since the ship started sailing back in 2011. The Disney Dream has never failed an inspection. In fact, the ship has never scored, Vicky. Listeners, you ready for this? Below a 94. That's awesome. That is really good. 
In uh, total, the inspection checklist is 44 items long. Almost everything is scrutinized from the medical facilities to the swimming pools. One of the main objectives of these inspections is the prevention of gastrointestinal illness. Say that five times fast. I'm not going to. (laughs) So did you hear that your um, pretend crush wife, Angelina Jolie, is going to be joined by another person in the new Maleficent? My my pretend crush wife. (laughs) Yeah, your pretend, you wish you was your wife in real life. Mm. Yeah, that one. What about her? She's going to be joined by another famous person in the upcoming Maleficent movies. Who is it? Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, really? Did you hear this? They just recently announced that Edge Screen of Deadpool was going to join the cast. She's going to be playing a queen of Sleeping Beauty's antagonist. And so uh, she's just going to join with Angelina Jolie and Elle Fanning from the first movie. And then this Ed Screen guy from Deadpool, who I don't know who that is. I'm sorry to tell you because I don't watch Deadpool. Like the actual character, Ryan Reynolds? I don't know. Ed Screen. Oh, Ed, I don't know. It's a character. I don't know him personally. But anyways, so it's uh, the script is under lock and key. So we don't know even where they're going to leave off or where they're going to start up from where they left off from the movie. They don't know if they're going to like do some backtracking and show some backstory or if they're going to start fresh. But hopefully more information will come out to us soon. So staying on cruise, uh, the cruise line, Stars Set Sail returns to select sailings on Disney Cruise Line. According to the Disney Parks blog, this is where it came from, Stars Set Sail will be returning to select sailings aboard the Disney Magic, Disney Wonder, and the Disney Fantasy later this year. During these sailings, distinguished Broadway performers will perform live on stage at the Walt Disney Theater during the cruise. Iconic performers from Disney theatrical productions will be part of this limited time event, like Alton Fitzgerald, uh, White, who was the longest performing Mufasa in the Broadway production of The Lion King. And there's much more. They, they go on to list Disney Magic beginning of May through September 9th of, uh, you know, famous people in the Newsies, Tarzan, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Lion King, and all other uh, Broadway productions. So got them on the Disney Magic Wonder and Fantasy. Off to entertainment news. So Vicky, I think you'll be happy about this. So we've been talking about Black Panther and how much money. Oh, yes. I'm, I'm going to be so happy. It has generated. So, um, I don't bash on Black Panther, like like you do, I I guess. I don't bash on it. I just don't get it. Okay, it, it's a pretty cool film as far as technology and all that kind of goes. You know, it's more I like of a, good story a it's more of a superhero sci-fi film, which is like the perfect combination for me. It, and that's probably really why I don't care for it. So, 106 million opening day for Avengers Infinity War. According to Entertainment Weekly, that's where this came out of, Avengers Infinity War has finished its domestic opening day with 106 million, which includes 39 million from late Thursday night screenings, by the way. This is the second largest box opening day ever, finishing right behind Star Wars The Force Awakens. Disney is now estimating that Avengers Infinity War will finish the weekend, or well, this past weekend with uh, money ranging between 225 to 240 million. This will keep pace with Star Wars The Force Awakens, but but will not likely surpass it. The Force Awakens ranked 248 million during its opening weekend. But the estimates are already coming in, and they're expecting this to be the most successful, they being Disney, to be the most successful superhero movie of all time. So surpassing Black Panther, finally. We'll see. When it happens, I'll let you know. Well, while you're on entertainment, I was going to tell you something that um, I mentioned earlier in the podcast that American Idol uh, top 10 were taken to Disneyland, but I forgot to tell you the most important part. So Andrew texted me over the weekend to let me know this as well, and I had it in the news. I was actually, what was funny is I was currently researching and putting this down in the news while he texted me this story. Why don't you go ahead and tell our listeners? So 
American Idol for the first time ever had their contestants sing Disney songs. And Idina Menzel, you know, the famous Let It Go singer, she, well, she's actually famous for Wicked, but that's beside the point. So she came on and gave them advice on how to present their songs so that they would be better. But it was pretty amazing. So if you missed it, I would definitely go to, I think it's abc.com and you can probably watch back or you could probably even at this point go to YouTube and see the different performances. It was pretty impressive. They had some pretty impressive uh, performances last night. So I did not watch it. My uh, son was being a birthday zilla this weekend and was totally disappointed in the lack of birthday... Uh, Spectacular? Y- yes. Like madness uh, throughout our house. I guess he expected to wake up one day and it'd be rainbows, unicorns, balloons, and party favors all over the place. You should have taped him all no, over his wasn't. door. I should have taped him to the door is what I should have done, man. I'll tell you that, man. He was a birthday zilla. I didn't know there could be such a thing. Like he truly was a birthday zilla. It was nuts. Well, it's Let's, not the only time he's never had a party the weekend of his birthday, so right, I'm right, not sure. Yeah, poor kid in his defense. He's seven, and we've never really had a party on his birthday. Uh, we're horrible parents. It's okay. Let's see here. Uh, new animated series Star Wars Resistance coming to Disney XD, by the way. That's really neat. So according to D23.com, is where I found this, Star Wars Resistance is a brand new animated series. It will be coming this fall to Disney XD. The first episode will premiere on the Disney Channel. This series centers around some person's name that I cannot pronounce with okay. the Resistance pilot who has been asked, I don't know, Kazuda? I'm not even going to try to pronounce his last name. Anyway, it's about a top secret mission to spy on the growing threat of the First Order. Yada, yada, Yada. Long story short, new animated series, Star Wars, coming to Disney XD. It's going to be great. Can't wait to tell Hefe about it, but I'm sure he already knows. The Disney Channel now casting a new Kim Possible movie. Oh, really? I never thought I thought this. it died. I really did, too, and I never thought it would come back, but Kim Possible... Joey's pretty excited about that. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, you know, let's see who they get first, right? To if, if it was Angelina Jolie playing it, dying her oh, hair red. Oh, good night. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. How about Emma Stone? How about Beyonce dye her hair red? Yeah, that'd be that'd be great. Anyway, let's see here. Kim Possible ran from 2002 to 2007. I didn't realize it ran or aired that long. Newcomer Sadie Stanley is set to play Kim Possible. I just Googled her and I, I don't remember her from anywhere. I don't know if she's been on any previous Disney shows probably, at yeah, all. She, she kind of looks has. like she has been. This movie Kim Possible is going to be about a normal high school girl who also happens to be a crime fighter. The film is set to start this summer, 2019 for their premiere. So here's a cool story, and this is regular Disney news here for you listeners. Disney's developing a soft robotic arm, and they're comparing it to something like Baymax. Oh, cool. Yeah, I thought this was really neat. Here here we have, like, I I guess a a science division of Disney, and they're actually trying to create a robot like Baymax. Now, we've seen the character in Epcot. Right, right. I wonder what they're going to do with this guy. So according to TechCrunch, a research and development team working for Disney are creating a soft robotic arm that is similar to Baymax, the level robot as we all know it from Disney's Big Hero 6. So just like Baymax, this robotic arm has an internal projector that can show status or information to nearby people. Surrounding the joints of the robotic are four sensing modules, which are small compartments that are filled with air when pressure is detected. The benefit of soft robotics and these four sensing uh, modules is that they can decrease the likelihood of injuring a human that is interacting with the robotic. This is really neat. So while this technology is extremely fascinating, it goes on to say in this article, it's unlikely uh, going to show up uh, in like the theme parks and stuff like that. So I wouldn't assume this would be in the theme He's parks. He's going to be a he- healthcare ha- official. Healthcare, pro- yeah, provider, assistant, yes. whatever. Uh, really neat that they're they're actually taking their creations, they're dreaming it, and they're actually making Make it, it happen. Right, right? exactly. Again, uh, 
Disney Science Department here, Disney's developing a virtual reality force jacket. According to Variety, Disney is working with research and development team from MIT uh, to work on a brand new virtual reality experience. The new experience comes in the form of a wearable jacket, which is di- designed to let someone experience physical sensations. That's really neat. Now, I already... I don't know if I could do that. Seriously, because I, I just don't know what's going to make me sick now. Now, I know the technology has been out there where you can put on virtual reality... like Helmets and stuff. Uh, goggles. Glasses. Yeah. And you can wear things on your hands and arms and things like that to where you're playing a video game and it feels like you're getting hit on the side or on the arm. Yes. Uh, so you can feel that. So you feel like you're really being engulfed in it. Right. That's all the news and rumors I have this week, Vic. And I know you're just uh, wanting to share history. I just love my history. So, Vicki, why don't you take us back? Here we go. We're traveling backwards in time. Right now, we're leaving the world of today behind. So if your imagination is ready... Here we go. So May 2nd, 2009, John Laster, animator, director, and chief creative officer at Pixar and Walt Disney Animation Studios, receives an honorary doctorate degree from Pepperdine University. He encourages the class of more than 500 students by telling them, never let anyone kill your dreams. And of all people, what an honor to have him come to speak at their graduation, Nick, because we've talked about this so much. He had so many great ideas left for a little while, and then Disney realized, hey, we should maybe get that guy back. He's got some great ideas. So what a and gone cool again, thing. by the way. Yeah, he has not returned. Yeah, I know. But ho- hopefully, sad, he, sad, hopefully sad. he will soon. But you're absolutely right. You know, he was walking in the footsteps of Walt Disney. He was an innovator and created basically 3D animation that just captivated his audience and created a whole bunch of shorts, like uh, Walt did with his Sully Symphonies, and eventually did his first uh, full-length animation film in Snow White. John Lasseter did the exact same thing with his company with Toy Story. Correct. And it's just really neat to see, you know, years later, taking animation to the extreme and creating something new. Yep. I wish I was that talented. Not, but you know, hey, we have lots of good ideas on here if Disney would listen to us sometimes. May 3rd, 1994, Disney announced the plans to create a cruise line. And I don't think the reason I put this one in there specifically is I don't think I realized that it had the cruise line had been in existence this many years because we're talking it's 26, six years. Yes. Something like oh, that. Oh, sure. No. Yeah. No, it's, it's been around for quite a while. Well, they created it. They, it's not actually the one that first sailed, but 1994, somebody came up with this idea. So May 4th, 1997, piano Bob Jackson. Do you know this guy? Bob Jackson, of course. Debuts his one-man cabaret show at Riverside River Roost Lounge at Walt Disney World's Port of Orleans and Riverside Resort. That That is one of the ones that they always tell you to go see, kind of like the guy that's always at Casey's, but he's the guy that's always at Riverside. Yeah, it's uh, Bayou Bob. I did not know that was his magic name. No, 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 no. My bad. I always get it confused. It's Yeehaw Bob. I uh, always, I don't know why I call him Bayou Bob, probably because it starts with the beat. Well, because it it's, says it's Port Ye- of Orleans. That would make sense. It's Yeehaw Bob. But it would make sense for it to be, maybe you need to ride into Disney and tell him that you think he should be Bayou, Bayou Bob. Bayou Bob Bayou sounds Bob. better. I'm just saying. Yeah. So May 5th, 2006, Disney's acquisition of the Pixar Animation Studios is completed. And so now Pixar is wholly owned uh, subsidiary of the Walt Disney Company. And that was 2006. Why? That doesn't seem, now that seems like too close. No, no, they are. And they owned both entities. They had their own animation studios and Pixar. But I would have thought it was, I don't know. I thought it was sooner. Nope. Hmm. 
Very interesting. May 6, 1940, the Disney Studio completes a move into new quarters in Burbank, California. It was designed with the help from Kim Weber, which is a furniture and industrial designer, architect, art teacher, and art director and teacher, excuse me. The complex consists of 25 buildings on 51 acres. That's just for the Disney Studios. And then that ended up moving again in the late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. And they moved the animation studios again. Right. Because it was getting pretty bad in that area. Uh, If you watch the, what movie is that called? Um, Waking Sleeping Beauty. That uh, th- that animation department or studio was all like fenced in. It was run down in the areas ne- around the buildings and stuff like that. And the animators it was were scary. Well, the anim- well, I don't know if it's necessarily scary. It was just old, and uh, things were falling apart in the building. And it wasn't until the Disney Disney Renaissance when Disney started making a lot of money. They're like, hey, let's go ahead and move our studios and uh, build this grand facility. You know, they have the Seven Dwarfs as the columns now. Oh, out front. I think I did know that. It's really really neat. Cool. May seventh, two thousand ten, the landmark Disney feature. Animation building on Riverside Drive in Burbank, California is named for the late Roy E. Disney during a dedication ceremony. First opening in 1995 across from the original Disney Studios, the building once housed the office of Roy E. Disney, Walt's nephew, and the former head of Walt Disney Feature Animation, who passed away in December of 2009. May 8th, 2000, 2,000 young visionaries from around the world meet at Walt Disney World for a three-day Millennium Dreamer celebration. Nick, you should have been at this. That's what I decided. Why 2,000 young visionaries meeting at Disney World so that they could do a three-day Millennium Dreamer celebration. That would be awesome. You know, I don't think I'm a millennial, though. This is true. But you could still go and give your ideas. I don't know what I'm considered. I'm too old to be a millennial, um, but too young to be generation, what is it, X? X? Yeah. I don't know what's in between. I have no idea. All right. So anyways, that is all the history. Oh, that's that, all you got? That's all I do have today. Well, listeners, thanks again for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. This episode was brought to you by WaltExpress.com. Go ahead and check them out. If you want to become a Disney expert and see more deals, tips, and all things Disney, go ahead and type this in right now, WaltExpress.com. On the right-hand side, you can see this little uh, diagram uh, box here. It says, Become a Disney Expert. They just need your name and your email address, and you're set to go. They also have blogs that post up weekly, and two blogs that catch my eye right now, like I was saying earlier in the episode, eight Disney World Instagram accounts you cannot live without, and also Disney 101, the Disney Dining Plans. So go ahead and check them out, waltexpress.com. If you're interested in being a guest, you have a question or a comment, go ahead and text us, 407-674-0414. You can always email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. And if you're looking to book your next Disney vacation with us, and we've already booked quite a few, you can go ahead and email us, travel at mousecapadespodcast.net. Now, we are still running our promo. Um, well, it's not really a promo. Kind of slowed down. It's kind of slowed down, but we do have them trickling through right, still. We do. Uh, listeners in any first week it just seemed like oh oh, i know we got we got slammed and then but but it's been a steady trickle so steady wins the race right and so listeners if you haven't heard about this already what vicky and i are doing you go ahead and shoot us a text on our texting app which is 407-674-0414 of your buddy family member whoever may be subscribing to the mousecapades podcast take a picture of them doing it and we can actually see their phone tablet or whatever may be and submit it to us at 407-674-0414 And we have a spreadsheet that we've been keeping tally on everybody's names, right? And David in New Zealand is leading the way right now. And he has 23 individuals that he has gotten to subscribe. He's been busy. Right. So he is in the lead. So someone, if you can beat 23, that is the magical number right now. Hey, I don't know if they have Disney stores in New Zealand, but uh, this guy's about to get a Disney gift card worth $50. So why don't you top David? Uh, Magical number is 23. As always, 
always, thanks for listening. And our next episode this Friday is going to be, I guess, basically uh, Booking and Disney Vacation 101. We're going to sit down and go over how Vicky and I book our Disney vacations for individuals that are interested. Thanks again for listening. And it's about that time, Vixter. Peace. And love. Have, Have a, a magical, magical day, day, my friends. friends. been listening to the all-new Mousecapades podcast. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. And have a magical day.